Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Stu and Al pod. I'm Al. Sorry, you caught me mid-swig. I'm Stu. And uh, if you've not listened to the podcast before, this is episode seven, so you're in for a real treat. But Stu, we've had quite a lot of uh, downloads this week, haven't we? More than normal. Download with the sickness. Yeah, we just uh, we just we get in there, aren't we, Stu? We get into international notoriety. <laughs> well, we checked. We did check today uh, on Launchpad, and it appears that we're more popular in America than we are in the UK. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I wouldn't think they'd get all of our crass humour, but maybe they like it. Maybe they like the. They're we're, adapting. We're like Basil Fawlty, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not like buzzing for you no we're not no. Hey, what are you, what are you drinking long, long way what are you drinking this week heineken heineken i've got a glass of red wine <laughs> it's a whole so, pint can as well is it bloody hell bloody hell fire Stu, have um been to the doctors this week have you how's your piss stones going <laughs> <laughs> uh they're still not passed oh is a shame. Speaking of the doctors, though, Al, mm. I did go to the uh, doctors. I said to him, "Doctor, it's my ass. Can you can you take a look?" <laughs> the doctor said, "Yeah, go on in, drop your trousers. I'll, I'll take a peek." Pardon <laughs> the pun. Anyway, he looks in there. He says, "Oh my God, no way! There's a there's a twenty pound note stuck up there." Pulls it out, and then he finds a tenner. So, well, what should I do? I said to him, "Well, pull it out. It's like did the other one." Um, so he pulls he pulls the uh, tenner out, and then he finds a twenty, pulls that out, then a fifty, and then another twenty, and it just goes on for a bit. So he keeps pulling all these notes out until they've all run out. Yeah, there's no more left. I said to the doctor, "Bloody hell, how much was there in total?" He count and he goes, "One thousand nine hundred and fifty pound." Ah, so yeah. I knew I weren't feeling too grand. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh, more of those jokes, folks. <laughs> anyway, Stu, welcome back. You know, from a, we had two weeks and now we're back again. Like we are all the time. So, Stu, um, I know I always bring a special guest on. And last week we had our oh, audition. We had our audition last week, didn't we, for that 90s boy band? That didn't work. No. Um, this week, I haven't got a special guest, but I've got an audition. Now, you, I don't know just if you. you. Yeah, just me, I'm afraid. But Good. I don't know if you remember the programme, um, This Is Your Life. Yes, yeah? fondly. Michael well, Aspel. Yeah, Michael Aspel. Well, they're looking at bringing it back. And they want a brand new host. They want someone young and hip. And they couldn't find them. So they've gone, they've asked me if I'd like to audition for it. So, is, there, um, is there any chance I could do the theme tune for it? Yeah, but let me tell you about what's going to happen first, because what they've right. asked is that um, they, they like this podcast. They really like it. The guys at the, what channel was it on? BBC? ITV? Yeah. One BBC, I think. Yeah. And they've asked me to do a This Is Your Life For You. So basically, I've got kind of <laughs> people from your past to come Great. up and say a few things to see if you remember who they are. And they'd come on and talk to you. And you've tracked them all down, have you? Yep. Yeah. Well, shocker. Got it. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, then go on and do the theme tune because I can't remember how it went. I just remember that. This is your life. I think that's about that. Yeah. Hi, 
My name's Al, and welcome to This Is Your Life. This week's uh, lucky Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So your name's Michael Asp no, Al. No, oh, yeah. I should have had that, shouldn't I? Hi, I'm Michael Asp Al, and welcome to This Is Your Life. This week, we've got podcaster Stu from the... Hello. <laughs> from the not very well-known Stu and Al pod. Stu, welcome. Hello, Michael. Pleasure Hello. to meet you. And you. Stu, I'm going to get straight on with it. Do you remember okay. this voice? Stuart! Stuart! Stop fiddling with your winkle and get down here and eat your rice pudding! Stu, do you remember <laughs> that voice? <laughs> no. Um, no, he doesn't remember you. He doesn't remember! Stuart, you don't remember your aunt either! Wrong girl! Oh, forget it! Oh, give me me 50... You said you'd give me 50 quid. Yeah, I said you'd give you 50 quid if you remembered you. Oh, forget it. Sorry, Stu. I haven't got got an aunt either. All right, well, uh, how about... Stu, do you recognise this voice? Stuart! Stuart, get down these stairs now. Your aunt either's made you a roast pudding. Do you remember that voice? I don't know anyone from wherever that was supposed to be. Oh, Stuart, it's your Uncle Bob. But I suppose if you won't remember your Aunt Heidi, you won't remember me. I'm her husband, of course. Nope. So, sorry, Stu. That's, that's too bloody hell. I'll, I'll try the next mm. one. Stu, do you remember this voice? Uh, well, I, I, I don't really know him, to be honest. I just it, uh, I accidentally spilt his pint in a pub once about uh, ten years ago. Stu, do you remember that voice? Nope. <sighs> That was that was Gaz. He, he he once spilled your pint in a pub about ten Never years. Never heard of him. No, no. Well, no. sorry, Steve, but reaching out to all of your family, they were the only three people that I could get that would come along and wanted to have anything to do with you, want to associate with you. Not my family. No. Ooh. What? Well, no, I'll have to fact check that. Are you sure it's my there, life? It? Yeah, it's definitely you because they've got yeah. photos and everything. And, no, didn't no. know that photos. Yeah. No, well, I called your mum and dad as well, and they, they, they said it was. Uh, Any, anyway, yeah. anyway, right, well, that's, that's that. Let's crack yeah. on, Stu, let's, let's crack on. Here's top three. Top three. Top three is where we pick a different subject each week and say our three favourite things about that. So, for example, top three washing machines... I'd Ooh. go for Bosch. Bosch. Um, Samsung. They do washing machines now. Samsung and LG. Oh, LG. Yeah. So last week, Stu, um, it was my choice of topic for this time, and my choice of topic was things what you gotta do, but you ain't not wanna do. Which Stu did in a, a hashtag on Twitter, which I really liked. So if you don't yeah. understand that, it was the top three things. That you have to do on a daily day, day-to-day basis, but you wish you didn't have to do. Now, we did say last week that you couldn't put anything in to do with paying bills or going to work. It was just basic things. So, Stu, I'm going to start with you. Can you tell me? Have you got them in any order from these? No, it's mentioned? random. No, mine's random order as well. So, to, Stu, tell us your first one, the first thing that you have to do, but you wish you didn't have to. I put paying money to go to work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cut that bit out. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Yes. Standing up. <laughs> Standing up. Brilliant. Well annoying. You know when well, you get that com you know when you get that fire that, that comfy spot when you're sitting down? Mm-hmm. And then you gotta stand up. But they might get bed sores if you always sit down or lie down. Or really fat ass. <laughs> just I just don't like standing up. Alright. Have you got any facts like, about standing up? Yep. You stand up when you're <laughs> you stand up when you're in a queue. You stand yeah. up when you're waiting for the bus and you stand up when you're in Sainsbury's trying to reach Cocoa Pops on the top shelf. Cocoa Pops are never on the top shelf. They are in this one. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Nice, I like that. Do you want to hear some one. facts about do you want to hear some facts about standing up? Yes, please. The first person to stand up was Stanley Dingup when he <laughs> had cramps. That sounds like one of your uh, one of your in the news names. <laughs> I don't know. Stanley Dingup. He he um had cramp in his left calf and he was trying to get rid of that. Oh. And the um the term standing up comes from the Latin "get off your arses, lazy sodus." <laughs> you know what? I've got real facts for mine. I'm really that is a real fact. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done. All right. My first one is mm. um, brushing teeth. Brushing my teeth. It's something that is I just find really annoying that you have to do it at least twice a day. Um, recently bought an um, electric toothbrush, Stu, which has oh, got yeah. a, a timer on it. So it times you and it tells you when to swap to the next part of your mouth. And that two minutes is the longest two minutes in the world. But I do feel like my teeth are cleaner, which is good. Um, would you like to know a fact about toothbrushes? Electric one or just standard? Just standard. Yes. So there are over one... Oh, actually, I think I've got two facts. There are over one billion brushes in landfills every year in the USA. One billion. That's crazy. You can make a house out of them. And another fact, William Addis from the UK, produced the first mass-produced brush in 1780. So, a little bit of a fact for you there. Are you a fan of brushing your teeth, Stuart? Is it something that you enjoy doing? Yeah, I don't mind it. I like that minty, fresh feeling at the end. Yeah, but if you could um, just have mouthwash or a mint, well, that'd be better, wouldn't it? Hmm. I don't know. Save four don't minutes really of your day. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Right, go on, let's do Give us your number two. Blinking. <laughs> Why? Blinking's not an issue. I hate it. <laughs> Why? I, just, I, just wish, I wish you didn't have to blink. It's time-consuming, and it, and it aches. Have you, got a, have you got any statistics about how much time you lose sight-wise by blinking each day? That would be a good yes. fact. No, you haven't, yes. liar. I have. Go on, then. It's like, it's like you've read my sheet. Um, if you didn't blink during the day, yeah, you could watch the whole of the Godfather trilogy without missing a millisecond. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never thought about it like that. That's good, though. I like that. Yeah. You... Three famous blinkers. Yep. Yep. From last week. Reggie Blinker. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. The the famous film Blinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 Look at you laughing at your own joke, like I don't do I'm that not. myself. <laughs> and the and the final one, the, um, <clears throat> the Titanic blinked, and it was a sad day for everyone. 
That's crap, that is. That is crap. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Right. I made the last one up. I only found two. <laughs> last, you made the last one up. You only found two. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Are you ready for my second one? Yeah. Uh, having breakfast. What? Right. Now, don't get no. me wrong. Going out for breakfast is really it's nice. Best. But when I get up at six o'clock every morning and I have breakfast at half six, it is not the most enjoyable thing in the world. I just can't be, can't be arsed with it. Like, I love going out for breakfast. I absolutely do. But actually having to have food in the morning, because otherwise I'll be hungry later on, it does me head in. So, like, having, like, cereal or some shit like that, a toast. It's probably because probably you're having it at half six. Yeah, it probably is. But would you like to know a fact about break fast? And I mean <laughs> by breaking fast. Um, Go on. <laughs> did you know that if you're travelling at 30 miles an hour on a standard road, no rain or snow or anything, just a standard road, it takes you 23 metres to stop. Okay? That is, by the RAC, have said that that is thinking distance plus braking distance equals stopping distance. So, <laughs> do you like that? Break fast. If you break fast... <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Go on then, give us your last one. Getting dressed. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a good one, actually. <laughs> is it the choosing of the outfit, or is it just the actual getting dressed? Probably a bit both. Well, that's I mean, why. With, with today's climate being warm, yeah. it was a, it was a, I mean, I've had to put on two t-shirts today, because I went out to try and get my hair cut earlier, but everywhere was closed, because I live in Leicester, and we are locked down. Yeah. Um, and when I got back, I had to change the T-shirt because I sweated through the other one. Oh, me aren't believe. If I'd gone out in just my shorts, it would have been fine. Yeah, just gone out in your underpants or something. Be all right, wouldn't it? In... Shorts would be suffice. Yeah. Have you got any um, uh, facts about getting dressed? Yep. Well, then. Obviously. The uh, first person to ever get dressed was Brian Cloves. Yeah, I remember reading that. Um, Trousers were originally called leg jumpers. <laughs> yeah. And um, socks were called feet huggers. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them from now on. Feet huggers. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, I'll give you my last one. Come. My last one is being sensible. Okay. Now, I'm going to have to explain that to you slightly. <laughs> right. When you, I think when you're an adult, you have to be a, a, a level of sensible. So why can't I test out my gangster rap in the street when I'm shopping in Tesco? I don't shop in Tesco. But why can't I just shout swear words at the top of my voice when something annoys me, like in the street? Well, you can. But, I mean, you'll get some stares. Why can't I, when someone's annoying me, just go <laughs> in their face to really anger them? Because I've got to be sensible. I have to kind of take those things and be sensible. Do you know what I mean? I think that I get all of that stupidity and idiocy out of the way during this podcast. So I don't have to be sensible during this podcast. Would you like to know a fact? What if, we did, what if we did a completely sensible podcast one week then? We could what do. What would you do then? Well, maybe we should try it, but I guarantee, like that time we said we weren't going to sing, we just ended up singing. Oh, yeah. 
fair point. Would you like to know a fact about Sensible or something about Sensible? Is it to do with Captain Sensible? No, it's not. Um, the mm. Sensible Sentencing Trust is a political advocacy group based in Napier, New Zealand. So that's an interesting fact, isn't it, Stuart? It is. Ow. Why are you saying sensible? Three famous sensibles. Sensible soccer. Sensible world yep. of soccer. Yeah. Sense and sensible ability. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say sensible and sensibility. But well oh, yeah. Very clever. So there we go, Steve. That's, that's mine for this week. It was a tough one, wasn't it? This one? It was a tough, was one. A tough one. What's the socials come up with? What's the socials? Yeah, what's that's the old fucking socials? Ooh. We've had um, quite a few. <laughs> what happened there? Uh, first one is from our favourite regular Gav oh. at Gavin Berman. <laughs> He's put waking up to find I've not drifted off in my sleep. God. Deep. <laughs> um, seeing a general public and pooing. How can you not like pooing? It's, it's your time of thinking, isn't it? So yeah. I, I disagree with the last one. Interesting choices, we'll say that. Yeah. Um, Farah Weston, at Farah Weston. Who is that someone new? Her, it is someone new, yeah. She put us on her Instagram story this week as well. Welcome. Very kind of her. Cheers, Farah. She's put, taking off makeup. I yeah. was going to pick that one, actually. Yeah, I was going to pick that one. Uh, driving and talking to people. Talking to people is a good one. Driving's all right, though, if you like driving. <laughs> Maybe for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Georgina at GCM Ryan. Is that someone new as well? We've had a suggestion from her once before. Now oh. she's back by the Renegade Master. Yeah. Uh, she's picked hanging up washing. Don't have to do that every day. The, emptying the dishwasher. Don't have to do that every day. Driving from A to B. Okay, yeah, all right. And on weekends, C... Uh, Dorian Lynch, another newbie. Newbie, welcome. He's a good lad, he's old Dorian. Oh, is he? He's put showering, yeah, getting out of bed, yeah, and washing the dishes. Yeah, fair enough. Three, three, three good ones. Three, pretty good. Three goodies. Richard Andrews, Arby's eight six. Another new. Another new. Another new one. He's put um, breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Existing. Oh, and answering stupid questions. Is <laughs> <laughs> <Cheers>, Rich? <Well> done. <laughs> Is he all right? <laughs> he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Haley, Haley Stacy at Hayes on Fire. She's put dealing with a screaming child. Yep. Uh, fishing out floating poos from the bath from said child. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. cleaning the bathroom. Maybe uh, from all that floating poo. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Darren Seymour, another new one. Bill Prosaurus. Oh. Uh, he's put sticking to speed limits, tolerating foot wits at work. <laughs> I know we didn't say word, did we? But yeah. The slide. Yeah. And washing up. Washing yeah. up's um, popular, isn't it? Go on, give us one more, because um, this is just going on. <laughs> Kim Jackson at Gagabinks. Changing shitty nappies, emptying bins, cleaning bathrooms. There is a late entry as well. Are people cleaning their like, bathroom every day? Maybe some people do that. Yeah. Um, Danielle, Danielle at Life by Danielle Louise. Yeah. She's putting eating and getting dressed. Fair Just like me up or get dressed. 
Yeah. Good well, shout well. there. Good shout. Go on then, Stu. Right, what's uh, so some pretty good choices there. Welcome to the new people that have uh, contributed. It's nice to have new people. Stu, yeah, what's, cheers. What's what's the next uh, what's the next top three? What's your choice? Top three. Ooh, top three burps. <laughs> <laughs> top three, top three Marvel. Have you written it down? Yes. All right. Top three Marvel. Top three Marvel superheroes. Ooh! <laughs> Brilliant. Right. So that's the top three for next week. If you want to get in contact, we are at Stu and Al Pod on both Instagram and Twitter, or Stu and Al Pod at gmail.com. Send us your top three Marvel superheroes. Bait someone picks Hal the Duck. Oh, I am. So that was top three, and now it's time for 90s Corner. <laughs> 90s Corner. So each week, me and Stu bring something from the 90s to the podcast. If we agree that it was great, it gets swept into 90s Corner. But if we think Get it was... No way, Jose. Then we stick it in the Leicester Mercury or the Lincoln equivalent, which I still don't know what it is. Hashtag sweep it in. Hashtag kick it out. Kick it out. So, Stu, I went first last week. I know I did. So it is your turn to go first. What do you got? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? ready? Noel's house party. Yes! Noel's house party. (laughs) Uh, I mean, where do you start? It's brilliant. I'd say this is the best ever Saturday night television show. Even better than Anthem Deck Saturday night takeaway. Even better than the Generation game. Even better than Generation game. All of them. You okay. had the gotcha. Yeah. Wait till I get you home. <laughs> waiting for you, the kids, and play yeah. back for the parents. Uh, what else we got? Grab a Grand. That was a good yeah. one. Mr. Blobby. TV. Blobby. Blobby's already in there as well, isn't he? He's already yeah, in the Blobby's. corner. That's what made spark this one as well. And then yeah. you have Frank Carson on every week telling a classic joke. Of some That's, a That's a cracker. That's a cracker. Here's one of his. Uh, here's one of his. A man walks into B and Q. He says, "I want some nails." The worker says, "How long do you want them?" And he says, "I want to keep them." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a cracker. That's a, That's a cracker. <laughs> you know, do, you do, you think, do you think when he used to have Christmas Day around his house, like they'd put the crackers out and they'd point to him and go, well, that's a cracker. Do the kids do that? And everyone would be like, all right, mate, shut up. <laughs> Carb the fucking turkey. Go on then, tell us no, something about it. <laughs> Facts. One, there were three crinkly bottom theme parks opened. One in Somerset, one in Morecambe. Have a guess where the other one was? Uh, Skegness. Nice, lower stock. Oh. <laughs> I've never got that. Uh, they all closed by the end of the nineties as well. Yeah, Stuart, do you like a crinkly bottom? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> Less crink, more wink. <laughs> the person in Frankly, my dear, has got a crinkly bottom. Who what? The, the person I'm going to do in Frankly, my dear, has got a crinkly bottom. How do you know? <laughs> I just imagine they have. Fact number two. Yeah. A board game was released by Waddington's for Noel's House Party. I know this because I had it. Ah, was it good? It was. You had to use that pump machine to do the grab a grand at the end. It, was, um, it never worked properly. Yeah. Good though, the rest of the rounds were good on there. I did enjoy that. 
Uh, fact three, Mr. Blobby didn't appear until series two, and oh. then he was gotten rid of after series seven. Oh. This is where it went downhill, because after series seven, they used a different theme tune as well. How did they? Hey, it's Nose House Party, baby. Everybody's Hi. coming round. Tony Blackburn's knocking at the door. Was it that? <laughs> nope. It was House of Fun by Madness. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And then he just died of death. Yeah. Although Blobby did come back for the last ever episode. Oh, I bet he would. Yeah, I, I used to love Nose House Party. It was brilliant. It was class, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. No, so I, I think... I can't remember that much about it. Like, if I watched it now, I think I'd just be like, what the hell's going on? But I did rewatch. Did I did you? rewatch one on YouTube just to see if it was as good as I remembered and it still had its charm. Oh, I might do that at the end of the episode then. Well, mm. Stu, I am more than happy for you to sweep that into a 90s corner. Look at the brush. <laughs> That's the best brush sound you've made. Since we started. Well done. Mm. Okay. Well, you got them. So, does this sound mean anything to you? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, they'd be a great, that's a great football channel, I think. So, Jurassic Park came out in 1993. Stu, I've got a. I went on to IMDb because I was going to try and find like a blurb for it, and I think this blurb is brilliant because uh, I'll just read it. A pragmatic paleontologist visiting an almost complete theme park is tasked with protecting a couple of kids after a power failure causes the park's clone dinosaurs to run loose. I really like that because nowhere in that does it mention dinosaurs until the fourth to last word. It's like, oh my God, what's going on in this theme park? Oh, there's some dinosaurs. I mean, it sounds like a bit of a comedy for a start, it doesn't it? Has to look yeah. the kid. Yeah, oh, and it keeps Miss getting it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Played by Frank Spencer. Um, <laughs> I loved <laughs> Jurassic Park. I think I still love it now. I went to see yeah. Jurassic Park, Stu, when I was in America as a uh, whippersnapper. Went to see it in America. Oh, it, yeah, it was before it came out in England and it scared the shit out of me. Because I mean, where was there? Where would where was it in America? I was in Florida, oh. Orlando, Florida. So we went to watch it at cinema, and it yeah, it really scared me. I think it was the it was that spitting dinosaur, and the raptors were just terrifying. And I think I would have only been yeah. about ten or eleven. So I was quite scared. It was my favorite so, part of Jurassic Park. Clever uh, girl. Uh, uh. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh no! Wait, clever girl. Yeah, clever I forgot about girl. that. Never girl. Mm. What a film. <laughs> so Jurassic Park starred Richard Attenborough, Jeff Goldblum, good Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill. On IMDB, it has categories such as sex and nudity, violence, profanity, alcohol and drugs, and frightening scenes. Now, they are either none, moderate, or mild. So I'm going to ask you each one to see if you can get them right. Sex and nudity, none, moderate, or mild. None. Correct. Violence. Moderate. Yeah. Profanity. None. Mild. Really? Alcohol and drugs. None. Mild. What? And frightening scenes. Moderate. Correct. Alcohol and drugs. I can't remember them 
Unless they have a beer, do they? Yeah, I think they probably have an alcoholic drink at some point. Um, I've got some facts for you, Stu. The T-Rex is raw. Snorting off the back of a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, it's injected himself. The T-Rex is raw <laughs> was made up of um, the noises of a dog, penguin, tiger, alligator, and elephant. So it's made up from all Dude. those sounds. Why do they didn't just no. get a real T-Rex to make the noises? I don't know. They charge a lot. But yeah, they do. T-Rex. They? Yeah. Very hard to find. The uh, movie has made over $1 billion worldwide. That's um, a lot of money. It is. It's a lot of spadulas. And did you know that it was the first Richard, Richard Attenborough acting performance in 14 years? That's crazy. He was directing, wasn't he? No. Oh, you mean in the meantime? Yeah. Or was he hanging about with his brother, pissing about with animals? Well, that's might be how he got the film. Might be. But they found dinosaurs and he went, yeah, let's make a film of this, bro. Where's that's he from? Really yeah, it's from here, isn't it, Leicester? Oh, uh, yeah, he is, isn't he? So, yeah, I loved Jurassic Park. Were you a fan of Jurassic Park? Yeah, I loved it, yeah. Are you a fan of the sequels? This is the order I like them in. Go on, then. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Yes. Jurassic World. Yeah. And then the second one. New and World. Then the second, and then the second Jurassic World. And then Jurassic Park 3, because I didn't yeah. really like that. Yeah, the... the See, I am looking forward to the new one that comes out, though. I think it's going to be quite good. But Oh, they're making another Jurassic World? Yeah. Oh. But I don't... I think with these sort of films, it's like with Transformers and stuff like that, I'm not expecting much of a plot line. I just want to see dinosaurs As long as there's loads of dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, you know what, what would be good in this one if they did... You know, like in Star Wars with the Cantina Band. Yeah, and they've made it, like, formed a band. Or they've started a podcast... Yeah. <laughs> two Raptors. That'd be a good name for the podcast. Let's change ours to Two Raptors and we'll pretend to be Raptors while we're doing the podcast. No. All right. So, Stu, can I sweep it in? Yeah, get that brush out. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone could just see your face, that'd be great, would it? You have to get a screen grab of that and then uh, <laughs> no chance. pop it on the line. Right, Stu, we had any social medias? Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I really want to deny someone this week, Stu, because last week we had 100% everyone in, so let's try and get one of them out. I don't think you will, mate. I will. Okay, we'll start with Keza G90. Yep. She's gone with the Levi Jeans Spaceman advert. That was very good. It was, but there was better Levi's adverts around that time. Flat Eric was better. Yeah, but not in the 90s. Flat Eric was in the 90s, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know now. Maybe. This was a good advert. This it was a good advert. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. She's also gone for Robson and Jerome. <laughs> I, I mean, they are 90s, but they were shit. Yeah, but they're Newcastle, aren't they? I don't care. I don't want to Let's. What about I Believe? Oh, yeah. uh, if she just said I Believe, the song I Believe, I'd have said yes. And then Saturday night at the movies. Who and cares another, what? No, picture... put yeah, in, put them in, put them in. Yeah, put them in for that. I forgot about that one. <laughs> so, uh, do you think me and you so... should do an album of Rob Robson and Jerome covers? So covers of covers of covers. Yeah. No wait, covers of covers. Yeah. So we'll do it. We'll release it at Christmas. Got it. I'm up for that. <laughs> Send your suggestions for songs and everyone, and then yeah. we'll uh, we'll make it happen. 
Keith Campbell capture second. He's picked Toy Story. Yes, I suppose. Yes, that's, that's definitely going in because that's one of the best. That's probably oh, yeah. the best Pixar film. Yeah, no, it's not. It is. Toy Story Two is better. Is Toy, Story, Toy Story Three is no. better. Toy Story One. I watched oh. Toy Story One with Spanish subtitles the other day. Ole. Um, we've had another new person. Another two new, two new new person. No, three new persons for this. People. Well, Persons, people. Uh, Loretta Hood at Lots 13. She's picked Spice Girls. Yeah, go on then. Yep. Uh, Paul Shepard at Paul Shepard 87. Power Rangers. No. Yeah. No. Yes. We've both got to say yes. No. Power That's Rangers. Ridiculous. No, listen. You're just doing this. No, You're no, just no. doing this to kick someone out. No. Oh. Shut up. Let me tell you why. I used to watch Power Rangers before school every morning and I always wanted the Power Rangers to lose because every single episode it was like, they're going to lose, they're going to lose. Oh no, wait, they've won. And it fucking annoying. I hated Power Rangers. That was the same as every kid's show. Every time Scooby-Doo's gang. Yeah. That's no, I'm sorry it's not going in. That's terrible. Soz. That's terrible. Keep listening though. Um, New person. Yes. <laughs> Michael Cullum, at Michael Cullum. Uh, he's picked Liz Hurley. Yes. Can't believe you said that about Power Rangers. <laughs> Very annoying. Um, oh, go Hayley's Power back. Rangers! <laughs> we, we, we should put it in. No, it's, we're not. I've already, I've already written the article <laughs> for the Leicester Mercury. You are, no, but we say we both are agree, don't we? Yeah. So, there we go. But Paul, I did fight your corner there. So Paul. I was heard. Uh, Hayley, at Hayes on Fire, blockbuster video. We, Your mum took us there once. Yeah. I'm not sure because I always preferred, and I was thinking about this yesterday, really oddly, um, Video Box. Nah. I always preferred Video Box. Blockbuster was better. I miss and Blockbuster. I, I used to go to Blockbuster more in the 2000s. We went when we were at school. Yeah, I know, but I always preferred Video Box. So uh, I'm going to leave you this. I'm going to let you have this one. I'm going to say, if you say yes, then I'll say yes because I can't make a decision. Sweep it in. All right, sweep it in. This is a this is a good one. The last one, uh, Johnny Hamill at Johnny Hams, the middle parting haircut. The curtains. <laughs> curtains, yes, definitely. <laughs> everyone had curtains at some point. I'm sure everyone did have the uh, the old curtains. So that's uh, we'll sweep the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so nearly a clean clean sweep, apart from the Power Rangers, which um, this will this will go on for a while. I'm sorry, but no. We, if it's done, it's done. We can't. Uh, we can't argue about it. No, you've made your choice. That's fair enough. Yeah. But um, you might live to regret that. <laughs> Why? What's going to happen? The Power Rangers going to come and get me. I hope so. I'll get Zoltar. Was he the? No, that was the. That was the fucking thing he had. A big, Zoltar, wasn't it? I can't remember his name was. Right. So that was '90s Corner. If you've got anything you'd like to submit to the '90s Corner, let us know on. Instagram and Twitter at Stu and Alpod or email us Stu and Alpod at gmail.com. So that was 90s we'll Corner. in the street. Yeah, I'll stop us in the street. That was 90s Corner. And now it is time for Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. So each week, Alex um, does a very good impression of someone. That was too long a pause. It was too long a pause. <laughs> I had a hiccup. I <laughs> know you did. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is a uh, moderate impression of Thank a you. character or celebrity 
and puts them into a TV or film scene of his choice. Right. It's my job I've, to get it right. I don't think I've done a TV scene yet. Have I? I'll have to do a TV scene at some point. Somebody could be saying, I, think, I don't believe it from One Foot in the Grave. Yeah, that's what I got confused. I was thinking of Mike Reed when he did him the other oh, week yeah. on TV. Do do. A lot of film. Go right. ahead. So, this week. <laughs> You're going to like this one. Show me the money. Show me your fucking money. <laughs> you had me at hello. Go on then, who was it and what film's it from? It's Bob Geldof and Jerry Maguire. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that one the other day and I was like, oh my God, because he, like, you know, when he was doing Live Aid. Phone up. Fun fact. Give us your fucking Fun fact, money. everyone. Alex um, makes me a Christmas advent calendar of celebrities each year and the um, famous Live Aid speech was on day yeah. 16. You do it as well. Fun. We both do it. So, Stu, that's 100%. 14 points Enjoy so far. It. Every single one right. What price do I get? Just buy me Eight. a pint next time you see me. No, Probably. it's not up to that yet. Got to be a pint, isn't it? 14. No, points equal pennies. 14 pence? Yes. Give me but 14 imagine, blackjack. Imagine we get to episode 200. You've made four quid. I'll have run out of stuff to do for that feature by, by episode 20. <laughs> Potential about 40p. You can do more than 20 for this. I probably could. And they're not always good impressions, so it doesn't really matter, does it? No, they've they've all been they've all been good so far. I don't think you've done a bad one yet. No. Mm, Questionable, but thanks. So that was frankly my dear. I don't give a damn. And now it's turn in now it's in turn. So now it is time for (laughs) one of my favourite features. It's in the news. Hey, imagine one week I accidentally called it in the nude. <laughs> so each week, Stu enlightens <laughs> us with two news stories. One of them's real and one of them is made up. And it is my job, job to work out which one is real and which one is fake. Stu will also give us the weather for the upcoming week and a couple of football results that have sn- snuck in there somewhere along the way. So Stu, give us your first news story, please. Well, I will do, Alex, but uh, first of all, here are your headlines. Doom, doom. Wally search called off despite best efforts. <laughs> UFO identified as just a frisbee, claimed NASA. <laughs> and the annual psychic convention has been cancelled due to unforeseen circumstances. They'd have all known about it. Huh? They wouldn't have to put that out as a headline. They'd all know, wouldn't they? That's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) But first, a man who lives his life as a Victorian has revealed he thinks he's had a past life after discovering a picture of his doppelganger from 1905. Michael, I'm not going to say his last name, has been left spooked by the ghostly image taken over a hundred years ago after the image was found online by one of his friends. The image shows a young man looking up at his new wife after the pair had just been married. 
Michael has shared a photo of himself to show the uncanny resemblance. Um, you have to take it from me, Al, that they do look alike. A lot alike. Uh, he said, I was sent the photo on Instagram as someone thought it was me. They found it on a website for shirt collars. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a website for shirt collars. <laughs> well, I'm going to check it out. Uh, speaking of the picture, he said they had the same hair, face shape, nose, and dress sense. I've always been obsessed with the Victorian era and have dedicated my life to it. Now maybe it's because of this past life that I do this. He a lot sounds of people really called... boring. <laughs> you can't make it up, or could you? A lot of people have called me a time traveller online. I don't know what to think. One of my good friends is a time traveller, Al. Did you know that? Yeah. We go about years. Oh, God. I myself used to be addicted to time travel. That's all in the past now. <laughs> Story two. Fucking hell. <laughs> Story two. A joke came to life last week in Scotland when a chicken was spotted crossing the road. The chicken thought it to a... <laughs> the chicken thought to have escaped from a nearby farm was filmed looking both ways before crossing the road to get to the other side. Green cross code. Tick. <laughs> Locals were howling with laughter and taking pictures and videos of the uh, plucky poultry and said it was just one of the best club jokes of all time. One onlooker, Brian McChicken, said, oh, I, think it, I think it might have been crossing to the playground so he could get to the other slide. <laughs> Melanie Ironbrew said last week, <laughs> well, Should this take place in Scotland, did you say? Yeah. Melanie Ironbrew. <laughs> I know, what a weird name. <laughs> She, she said, last week I saw a cow cross the road to get to the other side, but that's ridiculous. And um, one more person, Declan Blackshaw, added. Oh, clever. I didn't actually see it, but there was a rubber chicken out here stretching his legs the other day. That's all he said. Uh, the incident took place last Friday. I mean, Friday. But police are suspicious of how the chicken escaped and suspect foul play. But they do admit there's nothing to get excited about. The case was definitely not at the top of their pecking order. So, Al, which one is real and which one is a lie? I think the last one is a lie, the chicken one. Yes, I've made that all up. You know what? That started so well because I did think, God, this is going to be difficult this week when you were talking about the chicken crossing the road. I thought, that is one of those stories that will be in a local newspaper, and then all the fucking puns come out. <laughs> Just... I don't know what you mean. <laughs> they all said that in my head. What was that? What was the first person's name? The, the bloke? Um, Brian, Brian McChicken. <laughs> the woman with the last name Ironbrew. Melanie Ironbrew, yeah. She's Mel- a nice lady, she was. <laughs> Sounds she lovely. Was. Brilliant, thanks, Stu. So... <laughs> um, sport. Yeah. Four, five, five. He's five. Nil. Oh. Uh, we had the sequels derby this week. Cars 2, Rush Hour 3. Oh. Good effort. And the match between Wales and Panama Canal FC called off due to a waterlogged pitch. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> weather. And uh, the, the weather? Yep. Balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Balloons. Cheers, Stu. Right, that was in the news. Welcome. <laughs> and now it is time for a potential brand new feature. So if you were listening last week, we got rid of 
would you rather? We said it, didn't work. it wasn't working, so we got rid of it. So this is the first of four potential new features. This feature this week is called Choir Eye for the Filbert Street Guy. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need. If you were listening last week, you'll know that we've dropped a feature and we're going to test out four new features over the next four episodes. And then you, the listener, will vote for the best feature and that feature will then become a brand new feature for the podcast it will stay for as long as we think it is worthy to stay so this week we have come up with a feature called choir eye for the filbert street guy and the way this feature works is me and Stu will take it in turn to sing a what would you say kind of song it is Stu? like a hymn slash carol a hymn slash carol but as if it was being sang on the football terraces, hence the choir eye for a Filbert Street guy. Filbert Street used to be Leicester's old ground, by the way. And what we'll do is we'll both sing one of those songs and Stu will put a poll on Twitter and you will vote for which one you think is the best one. Okay, I hope you understand that. So Stu, you want to go first? Yeah. Are we go doing first. a poll for which hymn's better or yeah. just like what we're going to do? Well, at the end of the four weeks, we will do a we'll poll, do the poll for and that, you'll yeah. vote for which, which one, you, which section you wanted, which feature you wanted. But this week, there will be a poll to see which is the best hymn that we've sang. So it's yours or mine. So, um, are we saying what tune we've picked or not? No, you've just got to sing it. All right, here we go then. Count me in. Go for it, Stu. Away days won at Spurs and we won it with style. They call VAR but he's on by a mile. With three games to go and we're on the way up. Bring on next year where we'll win the cup. You know I did. You know I did. What was the hymn? What was the hymn? Won it. What a night, one is Spurs. <laughs> All right, lovely stuff. Thanks, Stu. That was a great one. So you might have to go back and listen to this a few times, listeners, so that you can pick the best one. You ready for mine, Stu? Yeah, go on, mate. <clears throat> oh, come on, ye faithful. Arsenal are triumphant. Oh, come on, ye faithful to Tottenham. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Wayne Rooney. United! United! <laughs> so my, mine was called You Faithful, Steve. <laughs> I know. So... <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that potentially new feature. If you didn't, then that's the only time you'll ever have to listen to it. So I like that. It was good, that one. It was good fun, wasn't it? So if you thought Stu's was best, vote for Stu. And if you thought mine was best, vote for me. And next week, we'll have another potential brand new feature, which we won't tell you about now, um, to see what you think. And that last mm. time. Yeah. It is. This, this could be um, good. I'm looking forward to the new feature next week. But I have to say, I did enjoy the choir ride for the Filbert Street guy. Yeah. It was more fun than I thought it would be. Yes. 
So that was Choir Eye for a Filbert Street guy. And now it is time for Tales of the Bag O'Nails. <laughs> Each week, me and Al go to a famous pub in London. Well, it's not famous. A pub in London where we meet the delightful patrons of the Bag O'Nails. Correct. This week, it was my turn to travel there. Yep. Um, I had a good time, Al. Did you? Yeah. He was quite a pleasant chap. His name was Bernard Chestbump. Oh, and does he like to? Mm. You know what? He never did. <laughs> he was just a uh, touch of the elbow. Mm. Yeah, he he didn't say... I don't know why I didn't ask him to do the chest bump. Um, Maybe Boris, because that's his name. Would you, ask possibly, a, possibly. would you ask a Simon high five to high five you? No, I wouldn't. No. You'd probably no. chest bump him. <laughs> Should have done a chest bump and ran off at the end. But yeah. No, I didn't do that either. Um, punched him in the back of the head and ran away. <laughs> here's the tape. Yep. I'm going to put it in and uh, we'll, we'll see how I got on. Okay, I'll just put it in now. Click. Uh, so this is for uh, Alex, then, I believe. All right. My name is Bernard Chestbump and I am a patron of the Bag of Nails. And these are my tales. <laughs> Bev, now you did say if I sing the praises of the bag of nails here, you're going to clear my tab, right? Good. So this is why I'm doing this, Al, to clear my tab. It's, it's in three figures now. So I said deal to this. Anyway, I'll get on with it. Now, apologies about my voice, first of all. It may waver into different accents now and again. But that's just the way I was born. But I'm a bit poorly. I've just returned from Spain. And I was quite ill over there. I got sick at this small hotel in Alicante, you see. I called the front desk. They told me they had a, a doctor on staff, which was weird. I mean, I, after he gave me some medicine, I told him I was amazed that such a small place had a doctor. He nodded and said, yes. Well, no one expects the Spanish in physician. <laughs> Sounds like the bloke who was here last a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's his cousin. Um, I mean, I'm his cousin. I mean, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Spain, people always ask me where I got my incredibly detailed tattoo done. But they never believe me when I tell them it's in Sp- I did it in Spain. Nobody expects the Spanish ink precision. That's true. Speaking of hotels, quiet down in the pub, please. I'm telling the story. <laughs> Speaking of hotels, I was going to open a barbershop above a hotel once. I was hoping it would be a cut above the rest. <laughs> now, with the bag of nails, you got some right characters in it. They all <laughs> seem to tell fucking shit jokes. you got some right characters in here, the bag of nails. <laughs> they here with a mate the other night. No four, four, e- <laughs> <laughs> there were four huge bastards starting mouthing off at us. My mate said, pretend we were the police. That'll get them to leave us alone. So I started singing rock sound and then kicked the shit out of us. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Did they even let animals in here, Al? Did you know that? Back in the animals in the pub. A weasel stepped up to the bar the other day. Bev said to him, how are you, weasel? Weasel said, oh, I'm absolutely knackered, mate. Absolutely shattered. 
birthstones. You want a pint? No, thank you. Those weasels don't believe in drinking. And Bev said, well, you're at a bar. What are you going to have if you don't want booze? Pop goes to the weasel. <laughs> Pop goes to the weasel. Speaking of Bev, Bev was saying she had an actress that lived nearby in here the other day. I said, Glenn Close? She said, no, Marshall Street. <laughs> but um, on the old hour, Magadale's probably the best pub in London. Get yourself down here and you can have a pint on my tab. Speaking of tab, Bev, clear it. Nice. See you later, Al. Shandy, please, Bev. Still, so, so the last two people you've met seem to be the same person or very, very closely related with their little... Yeah, well, I did, I did bring that up with old Mr. Chestbump. He said that he used to work with him ah. on a construction site. And that's why. All right. <laughs> so next week, I'll be going down the bag of nails and uh, hopefully meeting someone interesting. I don't know how I'm going to top bloody Jackie D. Jackie D. How is she anyway? You heard from her? Well, she's um, she might be back next week at some point, so I won't let on too much. I keep saying next week and last week, like we do this on a weekly basis. We don't. It's every two weeks. <laughs> you can't start saying next episode rather than next, next week. Next episode, yes. So, Stu, Arnie, have you got oh. any auditions? Audition takes it is. Arnie. Do. But, first, but first of all, Al, it's mm. actually Arnie's birthday today. Is it? He is. He's 73 years old. Bloody hell. Happy birthday, I'm Arnie. 73. Hey, Arnie, yes, if you're listening, birthday. if you're listening, Arnie, come on the podcast, you know. Yeah, you can do this bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, then, Stu. Give us some. Let me, let me get through my box of tapes and find it, as I always do. You know, I, you'd think I'd get the tape prepared, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Is that an actual box of tapes you're going through? Because it sounds like it. No, it's a box of after eights. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's see what we got. Wuthering Heights, Kate Bush. Yeah. Oh, there's actual there's an actual after eight in here. I'm not gonna Ooh. touch it. Right. Um The Best of No Mercy. <laughs> Hall and Oates, the Forgotten Years. <laughs> They're all fucking forgotten. The B-52s, where are we now? Yeah, where are they now? Ah, here we go. Arnie improved films. Okay. Um, it's train spotting this week, Al. Oh, good. I hope he attempts the Scottish accent. <laughs> well, we'll find out in a minute. <laughs> All right. Press play. Click. <laughs> I'm here for train spotting. I will be playing the part of... The- Ronton. No, that's that's Renton, pal. <laughs> it's a different casting director. Well, it's in Scotland, isn't it? Yeah. I don't agree with Ron. Can you get me Melanie Ironbrew? I want to iron this out. <laughs> yeah, you see what I did there? I'll do the line. Fuck you. Okay. You want me to do it in a Scottish accent? Uh, great. Just life. Just a job. Just a career. I will not do this Scottish, can I? Choose a family. Choose a big fucking television set. Choose running to your life. Choose hunting a big alien in the jungle. Choose finding your twin shot of brother. Choose fighting Batman on ice. 
Two teaching kids undercover. Two Apache batteries. Like Asta Lisa, or Aggie Back. Choose to be the governor of California. Choose Arnie. <laughs> he should have got that. And I will not do the running away at the beginning. I will walk and I will fight and I will steal. Brilliant. He should have got that easily. All right, and it would have been a better film. Oh, definitely. He could have played any character in that. Mm. But happy birthday, Arnie. I'll say yeah. Happy birthday. So brings Speaking to a close of... another episode. But Stu, before we go, have we got anything else? Well, we do actually, Al. Speaking of Arnie. Yeah. I thought I'd start all my jokes today, speaking of. Um, but once upon a time, he, Sylvester Stallone and Bruce Willis. Now, we all know they did Planet Hollywood together, the um, mm-hmm. restaurant. But they also all signed on to play classic classical music composers for a new film. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce said, I'll, I'll play Beethoven, you know, yeah. we're both from Europe, so I'll do that. Sylvester Stallone says, yeah, I'll play Mozart, Adrian, I'll play Mozart. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what Arnie said? Uh, I'll be I'll back. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, we've had an email through, oh. Yep. Um, to Stu and Alpad. Oops. Alpad. To Stu and Alpod. You can't spell. Yeah. Your your podcast is so funny. I listened to it on the way home from work and nearly wet myself on the bus laughing. From your biggest fan, Yori Nater. Oh. Every week I think this is going to be like a real fan and I'm really disappointed. <laughs> it, it is a real fan. from oh, Yori email. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Lovely stuff. Go on, then. What else we got? We've got a couple of things, haven't we, this week? We have. We've, we've had um, a we've had quite a serious letter from a yeah. solicitor's. Yeah. <clears throat> it says, Dear Sirs, this is from McMixon and Sons Solicitors on behalf of regular Gavin as well. Oh, I see one. But they said, on the 15th of July, 2020, our mm-hmm. client, regular Gavin, don't know why they call him that. <laughs> Made a public statement on the social media platform Twitter that salt and vinegar hula hoops are neither the best salt and vinegar crisp nor worthy of a place in the top three crisp section of Stu and Al's podcast, which was aired on the 10th of July 2020. For this, they sincerely apologize. Our client accepts their reckless comment undermines the show's co host, Mr. Alexander Beryl S and could be interpreted as a suggestion that he is not man enough to handle premium salt vinegar crisps, such as Disco's or Pringles. Premium? Sorry. Carry on. Our our client regrets the lasting damage their actions may have had on Mr. S, owing to his delicate nature of being... We're going to read that bit. Our client will not be making any further comment on this matter. Yours faithfully, faithfully, Mr. Martin R. McMixon. Alex, okay. your response. If he wants to take this further, then see you in Strasbourg. Oh, not oh. Strasbourg. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw that um, when he posted that, and it is a really well-written letter, and it looks really, it, lo- it looks real, and it's brilliant. So thanks, Gav. I, if I we ever do any prizes, yeah, if we have any prizes or anything, Gav, you will be one of the 
top 100 people that will get one. How's that? So I'm I've got sick. something that I'd like to end the episode on, if that's okay. What have you got coming up next week, Al? By the oh, way. sorry. Of course. Sorry. Next week, uh, the top three for next week is the top three Marvel superheroes. We'll have another 90s corner. Frankly, my dear, from myself and in the news from Stu. We'll have another new feature, another potential new feature next week, which we're not going to tell you about now, but we're very excited about, aren't we, Sue? I, I can't wait. Sue, I think. <laughs> Sue? I think I I've got you an Sue. article, Sue. I have got an article, Sue. Is it from Mel and Sue? It's late lunch. I'm Mel and I'm Sue. Remember that? No. I do, but it's not her. No. I will be taking a trip down the Bago Nails. Of course, we'll have Arnie again with his auditions. And that's pretty much it. If you want to get in contact, we are at Stu and Al Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. We are on email, stewandalpod at gmail.com. So, Stu, I think you probably heard the bad news today that the Argos catalogue will no longer be Yeah, released. 50 years. Yeah. It's all gone. So, Stu, today, and I actually did do this today, I wrote a poem about the Argos catalogue. And I like to end the episode with my poem, if that's quite all right with you. Yes, Alex. Go ahead with your poem. Thank you. Originally, it was a song, uh, but I've turned it into a poem. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. But I couldn't work it into a song in the end. So it's better as a poem. So it's entitled Argos Catalogue. Ah. I'll miss you, Argos Catalogue. I'll think of you each day. And when it comes to Christmas... I won't know what to say. I fingered through your pages. I circled, <laughs> I circled all my choices. From cassettes, phones, dolls and games to remote control Rolls Royces. Forever remembered, never rendered. Argos, from the Greek word Argos, meaning laminated book of crap. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I hope you like that, Stu. Trey Bon, as the French would say. Thank you. Right. See you in a few weeks, guys. Ciao, Bella. Arrivederci. Yeah, yes. Bye. Adios. Saturday.